dissolved the council permanently. Last remnants of the old republic have been swept away. We've waited so long for our listeners to arrive. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Imperial Senate Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby. And as always, I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Nikki. How you doing? Hey, doing good. You still surviving? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's Sadly, we've, we've lost Claire. <laughs> 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 We're going to just do a minute of silence. Um, so yeah, clap your hands, please, for Claire. <laughs> Sadly. No, she's not. She's just... um. She's at work, being a being a soldier, doing essential work. A soldier. Yeah, essential. Um, so good kudos to her. Um, less kudos to us. We're just a bunch of regs. Yeah, more than that, we're ninety nines. <laughs> <laughs> Defective. <laughs> yeah, Claire, you go and do that work. We're gonna stay here. <laughs> I hope she gives me her medal. My brother just came in and said hello. Hey, Brand- Brandon. <laughs> just say hello to everyone. <laughs> there you go. There we go. <laughs> Breaking news there. Um, but yeah, um, not much been going on. Just picking up blasters, following the regs around. Mm-hmm. Mutating slowly. But we do know the best way to the armory, so. Yeah. <laughs> Take that to the bank. <laughs> to the death. <laughs> Are you truly dead if your legacy lives on via being named a squad after you? I think his brothers will remember what he did for them. No, they weren't all dead. (laughs) 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 You'll all all live on, right? No. (laughs) We have accelerated age. (laughs) We're all going to die individually, (laughs) scarily. We're all going to look like you soon. Anyway, good luck with the death. <laughs> See ya. Um, yeah, so we're doing uh, these episodes, the sort of the main episodes we do normally. As you noticed, you've listened to the last three episodes, I think, of the the main feed. We've been doing live episodes on Twitch and on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we thought we might just change it up a little bit and do the main news segments on these actual episodes. So the ap- episodes with the num like the number titles. Um, and then did the live episode separately so we can def- sort of spend more time on those to talk into the audience and, you know, chilling out a little bit. So today we're going to go through the news or lack thereof. Um, I guess you could say, like, quite frankly, like, during these times, there's not really much news going around that's important in terms of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You know, we just want all to stay alive is all. That's the goal, right? <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're that one dude who's like, yeah, I know that it's really important to like, not go outside, but um, I really want to talk about uh, Darth Kratos for a second. Oh my gosh. Like, uh, in the EU. <laughs> it's like, who's who's going to create the first Darth Corona? Oh, God. Yeah, they, do they all, like unleash plague upon the galaxy. That's the thing about the old EU. It's like... The, like I think the reason why I like it when George does it is because it seems intentionally bad. Mm-hmm. Whereas with the EU, there was those character names that, which weren't intentionally bad. Right. Like my favorite um, thing is when 
that Darth Nihilus. Uh huh. Like, and then people complained about. Was there something that someone someone used Nihilus recently? I can't remember what it was for. Or something along those lines. Ooh. Was this the one where it was like, um, one of the like Sith uh, trooper legions had his name or something? I don't know if it was that. I think it was like someone named something similarly, and it's like, well, clearly that's him. Oh, it's the um the Nile from the old Republic, uh, High Republic. Um, that's it. That is it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're like, well, clearly they're just copying uh, Darth Nihilus. It's like you know what nihilism is, right? Yeah. It's, you know, that's like getting upset about depression. Got right. off depression. Well, it's clearly they just stole that from the EU. It's like, no, they stole that from words. They stole that from the dictionary, my friend. My favorite will always just be Darth Undeadu. <laughs> so stupid. I just like the idea of... That's one of my favorite scenes out of all Star Wars is in episode 3 where... Anyone else who was doing that film would make it such a cinematic scene, as in like terms of, okay, this is Darth Vader becoming Darth Vader. It's a big moment. He has to have this awesome like naming ceremony. Maybe there's like a, a bunch of Sith, and they're all like chanting, and it's like crazy. Mm-hmm. And George Lucas goes for it's sort of it's it's following up on the discussion of what have I done. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, great. And then Palpatine is like still trying to deal with the fact that his face has been fucking burnt off. Mm-hmm. And then he does the best thing ever, which is like added realism in Star Wars, where he takes a few seconds to work out a name. Yeah. <laughs> anyone, anyone else would be like, yep, Darth Vader. That's the name. He's like, henceforth, you should be known as Darth. Oh, shit. I'm looking for one. Um, uh, okay, I can't do tenebus because no. <laughs> well, it's been uh, done already. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, you'd also think maybe he, maybe he'd been like, you'd think he might have had his own list, right? Because like a master's always trying to get a new apprentice. Yeah, he's got like six. He's got he's got strike Morn Tyrannus off. Right. It. So I want. What if you know? What if Dooku never happened? Anakin could have been Darth Tyrannus. You know, maybe that was yeah. maybe that was like a, a list. I remember the novelization did it in a really sort of like cool way of how it was like a pause as the force gave the name to him, blah blah. blah. <laughs> and because everything is just like next level in that in that novel. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's so goofy as well. It's, it's the perfect mix. Yeah, the idea of it trying to add some more semblance of magicality to that whole segment when really it's just him being like, shit, I need to come up with a name. Um, Darth Vader? <laughs> <laughs> I like I like it. Yes. Vader. And it's like, I would have chose something else, but okay. <laughs> I, I really wanted Darth. to be Darth Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Was Darth Sexy not taken? <laughs> Darth Eagermeister. <laughs> Darth Twink. <laughs> and, yeah, I just like yeah the whole sequence is just him like, uh, uh, Darth Vader. Uh, uh, like I just like the idea of like him looking around the room, and there's like a water bottle, and the brand is called Vader. He's like Darth <laughs> uh, Vader, Darth Volvic, 
Darth Evian. Right. <laughs> uh, well, if, if Disney want any more, you know, future Sith names, just, you know, <laughs> look up some water bottles. There we go. Right, should we just get into the news? This might be a sort of shorter episode than you're usually expecting. Usually we go for, what, two hours? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, well, well, I think the the point of this now is these will probably be kind of short and sweet while we do live episodes in conjunction. Exactly, yeah. So, please don't complain, because <laughs> we're giving a rule. Um, so, yeah, the art, uh, the art of The Rise of Skywalker and the Blu-ray has now been officially released in America. Woo! And I believe it's the digital's released in the UK this week, so that's pretty awesome. Nice. So, yeah, the, the saga is complete. For now, the bookshelf is complete. <laughs> <laughs> have you yeah. uh, have you got the art of the Rise of Skywalker book? I do. Yeah, it's <gasps> um, it is in my home officially. Beautiful. I was, I was gonna buy it. Um, like I was, I was looking forward to the day of when I can always, you know, I'm I'm an old fashioned kind of person. I like going to the to the store and finding the copy there and being like, oh, this one will do. Yeah. But then, then all the then all the stores shut. So I was like, okay, <laughs> Amazon it is. Um, and I I don't know if it came on time because I I know Amazon's doing things where it's like essential items kind of get priority. Um, but I guess they considered this essential enough because it came on time. Oh um, yeah, of course it's essential. There we go. So I got that. I also got the Blu-ray. Um, I was able to get the Target one, which uh, has sort of like a another like a mini art of book inside um Ooh. so that's a cool thing as well that's not too bad then yeah i always i always love these art of books i think in the absence of the sort of making of tell-alls these are about as close as we get um yeah they're a pretty good substitute and they look mm-hmm. pretty yeah and it's just it's like some of the best just like creative power in these books. Um, I love what these concept artists do and, and the way they just sort of can take an idea and expand it into so many things. And I always find myself looking, I think probably as most people do looking through these books and just be like, wow, that would have looked incredible in the movie. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. But, but it's like, it's of course all part of the process. And it's a, it's a pro- if you like sort of the, the crafting of these movies, they're, they're must-haves. They're, they're really, you know, awesome to read. I think as well is that you never really feel like you're missing out in terms of what's in the books. It's not like, oh, we could have had that, what a shame. Because mm. these ideas, as we got to know of the original trilogy and also the prequels, they're always reused. They're always dug up again. So you can always yeah. go back and go, hey, they that's where it could have So yeah, so it's one of those sure. pretty cool thing i remember the rogue one was it rogue one or was it episode seven with the um the, the open wing tie fighter and then you watch the mandalorian episode eight or seven oh and yeah like, oh sweet <laughs> yeah yeah there's always just cool things um even just like visuals like i remember uh there's a version of jetta that i absolutely loved in in the art of book and of course, the version in the movie is pretty awesome too, but um, this one just had this like really weird feel. There were like cables attached to um, 
the Star Destroyer like hovering above the city. It just looked really like dystopian of sorts. Um, but then a lot of that reminded me of how like Corellia eventually ended up looking. Yeah, the, exactly. Like, the like hulls of the star hulks of the Star Destroyers like above. Um, so yeah, it's it's cool that nothing gets thrown away. We'll see. We'll see cool stuff again. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. And you can always go back and look and go, oh, well, that's where that could have been, but here it is now in a different context. It's always fun mm-hmm. to look at that sort of stuff. I mean, even looking at episode nine uh, and episode six with the whole, the ghost taken on Palpatine, mm-hmm. that kind of makes it into the film. Yeah. Certainly, like, yeah, the idea of them all sort of, like, rallying. <laughs> Everyone was like, yeah, right, you, you, you do it. Pep rally. <laughs> R E Y. One's in spell. It's so good. Like it's like Ray like gets up and like Luminara, Ahsoka, and like Qui Gon are holding like an R and E and a Y like cardboard <laughs> like letters, and they're like, Woo! <laughs> and "You go, bro!" Like, in a marching band, and they're like, "Get it, Ray, get it." <laughs> it's like Anakin and Mace Windu are throwing pom poms, but with only one hand because you got one hand each. <laughs> <laughs> I always loved the uh there was like a meme that was going around of like all the Jedi and they were like doing their quotes and then the, the last one was Mace Windu and he's like get that motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> what, what a film that could have been mm-hmm. oh dear um but yeah uh speaking of people from the Rise of Skywalker it is Daisy Ridley's birthday today. So happy birthday, Daisy Ridley. Yay, Peanut. We love you, Peanut. <laughs> I remember the first time I shot Daisy Ridley. <laughs> it was, was 2014. Like, I was like, who are you? <laughs> this old woman. <laughs> I'm no one. <laughs> I was like, who are you? There's been no one for so long. <laughs> Ten years. It's my um, birthday. It always... It always kind of weirds me out that so it's like something I don't always think about. I'm like, oh yeah, it's like a month older than me. They just they just seem like timeless people, right? I know. And it's like, oh, they're like, there you go. They're just there. It is weird to have like a Star Wars cast which are closer in age to us than before. Because mm-hmm. I always grew up with Luke, Leia, and Han, and. Anakin Obi Wan and Padma. Even like, even though we sort of grow up with young Anakin, it still feels a bit distant. Yeah, I mean, and for me, for me, young Anakin was about right. Um, yeah, it was like seven and nine for me. So like, that was always I was I always like hold on to that as like a very close connection, and it's something that yeah. Now even with these new movies, I feel that now too because it's like. We're like the same sort of young people trying to, you know, refix our galaxy as best we can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And struggling. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think episode one is an outlier in that regards, much like mm-hmm. it is with the whole trilogy. But with Anakin, like, because you, you get related to him in that film and then it's like, okay, now he's 20. <laughs> I don't know how I can like relate to this too much. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the retrospectively, it's like, okay, I can I can see that. Um, the only hope is that he has a mind of a preteen. <laughs> <laughs> Boobs. Anakin. Hey, what's going on here? <laughs> Just constantly horny throughout the whole movie. Constantly Anakin. sweating about it. 
<laughs> in episode three, he's like, he's just chilled out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like most uh, most relatable Star Wars quote. You're sweating. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> You're horny. Relax. <laughs> It is kind of funny. It's like episode two. He's like, okay, okay. The, the kiss you give me is like <laughs> amazing. And then he gets laid. And then episode three, he's like a badass. <laughs> I know, right? He's like a badass warrior. <laughs> I mean, again, it's like people com- people complain about this. I'm like, tell me that's not relatable. <laughs> like exactly. Yeah. Like this. Like it's this. Like like virgin loser dude. <laughs> like do and you, he's just like not sure what to do. Do you <laughs> think that like? Lady, <laughs> and she's this older woman, and somehow she's into it. <laughs> she's like, uh, I, didn't, I didn't have kids, but I could with this weirdo. Do you think that he lost the hairpiece the same day he lost his virginity? Like Padme took it herself. He's like, you're a man now. No, I feel like like just it happened. He was like, I can't have this anymore. Like he he like he grew up, and everyone was like. Oh shit! I think already. <laughs> oh yeah, he just like like just a change in. He's yeah, attitude. He's, his body. Like he went from one day. He's like, the kiss you gave me is very important. I will keep it forever, pet me. And then the next day, he's like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he has sex with Padme, and then you're just like, you're just like, hmm, we're a trial you have had. <laughs> No, not uh, what it is we do, but <laughs> but you seem different. <laughs> seem ready. Yeah, Let's Kenny, do this. like, there's something different about you, young Skywalker. And he just like, takes his glasses off and goes, you're telling me. He's <laughs> checking out that butt. <laughs> the next day, he already has the mullet. <laughs> his hair grows back within a day. <laughs> I, um... Wasn't it like old legends that like Kiari Mundi was also allowed to get it on? Yeah, he because, had like, like those his, his species, species like dying, which is an endangered class- classic uh, excuse. Mm, I know, right? It's <laughs> like he that. killed he killed everyone. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm doing this to get laid. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> He's like, um, sorry, masters, I have to uh, vacate this uh, this month. It is my period of um. Of trying to make my species, and they're like, mm, understandable. This is. He's like, I'm just gonna get some condoms. He's like, excuse me, <laughs> what? <laughs> Gotta go. It's like the uh, Jedi Catholic Church. Don't approve. <laughs> yeah, like, hmm, dangerous. This is. They don't approve, but they've got them all readily, like throughout the temple. Yeah, I mean, for, for, <laughs> you, you need it to be safe, right? <laughs> safe. <Of course. laughs> He's like, I need to look after Satine. <laughs> Be right back. <laughs> well, we saw how that worked out. Yeah, they gave birth to, uh, what's his name? <laughs> like, Corgi or something? Yeah. <laughs> Kid is I'm definitely gen- not her nephew. Uh, that, that would be great storytelling. Like, I could believe that. Yeah. It's like, it's one of those things where it's like, they you put up the... You put up Obi-Wan and Satine, and you put that kid in the middle, and you're like, that's not a, that's not a stretch. Yeah, and also it's like, what, she had another sibling that isn't Bo-Katan, who they yeah, just never mention. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it is, and she's just, just the worst mum ever. That could be a case. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> she, but... was, she was part of a terrorist group for a while. Yeah. <laughs> if she if she ditched her son for a terrorist group, probably not 
maybe not deserving of a card this year. But <laughs> yeah, no gift card. But we'll see. Yeah, I, I much um, prefer much prefer Obi Wan as the the love daddy. That would be so funny. <laughs> He's like, I can't pay you anything. I live in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm the father, aren't I? I'm so sorry. <laughs> just leaves. He speeder and goes. <laughs> He's like, Mr. Obi-Wan, I, I was never supposed to tell you this, but you're my father. Well, uh, Maul, <laughs> Mandalore's yours. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> I have to... Save the Chancellor. <laughs> I'll be okay. back. You, you got this, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. See yeah, okay. <laughs> I wonder if this kid's gonna be in uh, the future Clone Wars episodes. Wouldn't that be interesting? If he's like, I mean, he a, it's a very open-ended fate. Yeah, for sure. Saw. I don't even know if he's dead or not. I don't think he was. Well, I think he like he saves the team, right? Yeah, and then they like crash their speeder. Yeah. And then they like in prison, so who knows? Yeah. That'd be like the ultimate, like Darth Maul had this Obi-Wan's kid all this time. He's like, how can I get revenge on this, this dude? <laughs> I know, <laughs> I'll go to the desert and, and taunt him. That should have been the sequel trilogy of Obi-Wan's Mandalorian love child. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then nobody would just, nobody would be fighting about lineage. That'd be great if there, if there was a... Um, yeah, there's a love triangle between Obi uh, Obi Wan's kid, who would be like in his seventies, <laughs> or like sixties. He, he would be pretty old, yeah. <laughs> Ray and um and and Ben. Beautiful. What if it's like an extra scene in episode nine in a different universe where it's like, you've got his power, you're a Palpatine, and you're a Kenobi. I'm a Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a Plo Koon. <laughs> Hello and there. Finn. <laughs> and Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong franchise. <laughs> okay. It's a crossover. <laughs> I just like the idea of all these characters being related to everyone. Yeah. It's like Master Skywalker said that the Jedi didn't believe in this. <laughs> That's fucked up because you're a Kenobi, you're a Palpatine, you're a <laughs> <laughs> You're a window. <laughs> okay, just I'm trying to track how we got here really quickly. <laughs> Do, was was our last talking point Daisy Ridley's birthday? It was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember how we got here now, but it's beautiful. This is this is vintage. But yeah, speaking of um, Mandalore, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Clone Wars uh, barrels towards the siege of Mandalore. The Ahsoka arc, which I still haven't watched, um, has wrapped up today, and we're heading into the Siege of Mandalore. So what's your favorite thing about having not seen it so far? So basically, my favorite thing about the five minutes of it I've watched is the clip that I've already seen at Celebration, which is basically hey, the there clip we go. I saw. It's a very good, uh, very good sequence of the running bike, I thought, you know. Also, good reuse of... I just want to shout out to Matt Wood. For re for reusing that um wow that someone screams you know in episode two but mm-hmm. everyone's flying through the city on that little robot and there's like a oh yeah okay, yeah I see what you mean yeah the, the alien guy in the speed like, wow 
They've reused there was There was a really interesting um, sound effect usage in this last episode. Oh, okay. And I won't, <laughs> I won't tell you what it is, or I won't tell you what it is in the show, but the sound is a velociraptor call from Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> oh. And I was like, oh, dang, that's that's something I didn't expect to hear. Uh, so yeah, that was a, a fun jump into the archives for the uh, sound team. Well, there you go. I'm sure. I know um, I know. last episode, in the live episode, you mentioned about a cameo. And mm-hmm. I think I've been spoiled about it. So, wow, wow. if you want to discuss that, I'm pretty sure it's about Sabine's mum. It is. Ursa Wren. Ursa Wren. Showing up. She um, hasn't done too much yet. I'm sure there's room for that eventually. But yeah, she's uh, she's part of this little this little uh, small team that Bo-Katan's got with her in these uh, couple episodes. Is it and confirmed I, yeah, I was, as as uh, yeah? She's like she's in the credits and everything. Or okay, great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that's really cool, and uh, it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like this definitely would not have existed had rebels not happened first <laughs> exactly yeah it's kind of a blessing that the clone wars ended when it did so that we can go back and add this cool extra stuff in mm-hmm. yeah because uh, and as we know from the trailer the the caleb doom shot hell um, yeah like it's that's it's so cool that they're able to do this it's it's yeah like you said like it's one of those uh force working and mysterious Ways that become clear when the time is right, kind of thing. Yeah, it almost makes you think like, will we get to see a different Order sixty six shot? That'd be pretty cool. Like, like a, I mean, like a, yeah. Like, maybe we get to see it from other Jedi's perspectives, them being killed. Some we've met in the Clone Wars that don't really get to see in the films. Maybe from clones we do see. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love a clone perspective again, like. Because in the in the uh, in the movie, it's all very. They still hadn't made the clones like like the sh- the show made the clones heroic. Yeah, and and in the in the movies, they're still just sort of like the soldiers. They're almost like a little um, robotic, and it's like uh, it, when when Order sixty six is happening in the movie, you're you're very much like, damn. Poor Jedi, but now it's like the the clones have are so much of this part of this story that um I think it'll it'll hit differently when you see clones like getting that order and like I don't know like are they confused because in the movie they definitely don't seem confused they're just like let's do this <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, fuck yeah but in, the, but in the show it's like it seems like you know there's so many clones that we've you know come to know and love a little more with you know their own individual names and whatnot and their personalities and seeing them deal with that is going to be tough and interesting yeah i guess the brainwash aspect is always difficult because we see it in the clone wars like when um they snap out of it I think it's top that snaps out of it mm-hmm. and um he's like oh, i don't remember any of that so i guess that explains why they're not like oh man i feel obi-wan but you gotta go like it's more of a like a don't even think about it like sort of thing, um, right? Just like reflexive. And you're right about like we don't really get to see that much here, 
like heroic acts of the I mean we get to see them save people like the Clone Wars and stuff but as in like in the films mm-hmm. but there's a difference between seeing what the clones do on the show like with the whole you know all those different arcs about Domino Squad uh, even the Ryloff arc like it's so interesting to see those heroic acts compared mm-hmm. to what we had in episode 3 which was basically you drop this oh thank you yeah like this. Yeah, it's yeah. like the bet. Like Cody's like the most we get. Um, Pretty much, yeah. And then, and then, I'm sorry, sir. It's time for you to leave. <laughs> like we, we don't get that. We don't get that much of them. Um, and then they're just sort of like getting chopped up next time we see them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's a different context for the the clone army if we see Order sixty six this time. I think it'll also be cool if they reused the. Um... The thing that was from the episode three that was deleted from the deleted scenes, and also it's in the Lego Star Wars game, which is the idea of the clones dressing up as Jedi. Oh yeah, I like the idea of them just wearing cloaks and then people like, oh thank God for that. Yeah, <laughs> like guess what? Not a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, do you think they shot Jedi and then stole the cloaks, or do you think that they like went to a Jedi? And like store and bought a ton of them. <laughs> Went to the gift shop in the Jedi Temple. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a million. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's uh, just see them picking clo- the robes off the bodies. Kind of creepy. Jesus Christ. The kid this kid one doesn't even fit me. He's <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> got a hole in it. <laughs> oh my oh, bad. Man. All, all I know is Filoni's going to mess us up, man. I like, mean, I don't, absolutely. I, don't think, I do not think anyone is is ready for what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> Asuka dies. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, it's going to be nuts. Um, and I can't wait. I think these last four episodes are going to be just a ride. And I also wonder if... Um, the last episode's gonna be like the the rebels finale and be longer, like kind of like a I double hope so. episode. It would make sense. Um, I, yeah, yeah. And there's so much. I wonder if they're gonna do what the rebels did, where they they end it with the Clone Wars. But I don't. I wonder if they're gonna have an epilogue sort of scene like they did with Rebels, where it sort of goes beyond those years. Yeah, I remember. Um, Filoni said somewhere that, you know, the, well, I think Mandalore was the last like major thing. Um, I remember him saying it goes beyond it. The original plan was to go beyond Revenge of the Sith. Exactly. Yeah. So, I wonder if it would make sense. Yeah. It'd be cool if we get to see like, you know, how so like, like a flip show of how Ahsoka joined met up with Bell Organa again. Mm-hmm. Maybe it catches up with Rebel. I don't know. Like anything like that, it will be interesting. I mean, to I, see. Yeah, I feel like we definitely have to see her go on the run. And I have my own sort of sort of theory about um, what role the the newly introduced Martez sisters might might do with that. I um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I I I have to assume that there will be. It won't just like be like. Order 66, and then the show ends. <laughs> it would be cool if we get to see like a flip show. Like maybe we get to see Bell again with Leia, and that's when Ahsoka mm-hmm. meets him. 
Good Alderaan. Yeah, we could maybe see Luke again with Obi Wan. Yeah, like an older Obi Wan. Like not too old, but like maybe like a few years after Episode Three. It'd be really cool mm-hmm. if they get if we see the bridges. Oh yeah. Um, maybe Caleb Doom. We know that they've got a little character design for that already. Mm-hmm. And it just not even like for that that long. Just like, a, like maybe like there's a bit of narration over over the top of it, and then just seeing them all you know go off in their own ways and. I think that'd be nice to just, you know see that. Yeah, all I know, man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a, an emotional fuck up. <laughs> like it's just gonna be, just gonna do his dirty in like I, the right way. <laughs> I also really want to see what Darth Vader looks like in the Clone Wars style. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just like definitely, like yeah, fuck it. <laughs> it's one, and like another thing is like. So much of, like, for obvious reasons, so much of the, you know, promotion for the new season pulled from Bad Batch and this um, little, like, middle arc. Yeah. So I, they maybe pulled, like, two or, two or three images from what's coming up. And it just, it makes you wonder, like, what they've kept hidden. And mm. it's just like, man, it's... It's gonna be wild. That's all I know. I tell you what, I rewatched. Um, I've been rewatching episodes of Rebels recently. Uh huh. And I went. I've just finished season two, and that finale, which I still believe is like a really great finale, season two. Um, uh huh. That scene where Maul says, "Running again, Lady Tarno." I was like, "Oh, it gave me so much chills." I was like, "I can't believe we're actually gonna see that." Like the context I, behind that. Yeah. I love, I always have loved that line because it's like, it just adds, it adds so much character and history in like five words. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, it's, like, like yeah. it's, it's so, I mean, it's so smart. And I, I also love when he calls her a part-timer. Yes. And it's like, man, this, this sort of like backwards compatibility storytelling is, it's so satisfying when it, when it hits these kind of notes. And they're fun characters because they're kind of in this similar position in terms of they're both out of the orders that they established. Like, right. he's not, he's like no the rejects. Exactly. But also fan favorites. It's really interesting yeah. to see that those two pair off. And I want to see how that, um, that, how that finishes out. Um, yeah. But and also go- not to, not oh, to sorry. forget that, um, Ray Park is an emotion capture suit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Well, be ready. It's gonna, be, gonna be, but be ready. <laughs> even though it's the segments, you can tell how different it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's wild. That's crazy. Um, why don't we just finish up with the last two little bits of news we got? Yeah. Um, well, we got a big some big stuff with uh, the bad robot editors who have hey. some thoughts <laughs> about the last July because who doesn't? Um. Mary Jo Markey and Marianne Brandon believe the Jedi, the Last Jedi, consciously undid JJ's Force Awakens. Um, what's our general feelings on the whole situation? Because I just think that it's you know, I don't think that Episode Eight did undo the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. The same way I don't think episode nine undid the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. It it's just like 
there was clearly there's clearly no planning involved in the whole trilogy. I don't think. So you're kind of going off on the whim anyway. But it just, I just don't know what this adds to anything apart from creating more controversy. I know. Like I think that's what annoys me the most of this whole thing is it's kind of just not true. <laughs> like it's yeah. just not. And like it's I, I don't know. I find it like irresponsible. And of course this is like every literally everybody is free to have their shitty opinion and every nobody is exempt from having a shitty opinion like we all we all will inevitably have one <laughs> um, but it's like this you know they know like they have to know what happens when people pick up on this and yeah. i think i think one of them i think it was brandon um was actually like i bet it was like last shit was kind of cool and you know like like in doing their vision or whatever. And then the other one was like, Oh, I guess we're not telling the truth today. <laughs> we're like, I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, it's like, how is, how is this? Like, I don't know. I, it kind of goes back to the, it's something I think Pablo Hidalgo sort of hinted at in his sort of like more recent Twitter days of this, like, I don't know, like Lucasfilm, bad robot thing going on yeah um and i think like obviously like these are not lucasfilm people i think that's an important like distinction going on Mm -hmm. um so like i don't know it just seems like it's like not friendly like i don't know i feel like the star wars in the way that jj and ryan don't have this yeah even if even if people even if people want to like pretend they do um they don't. And it's like, there's this sort of camaraderie of like, we made Star Wars at the same, like in our, in like the same time kind of thing. Um, there's this like camaraderie to that, that you see with between them. And this feels like kind of shitty when they're saying this about another movie as movie people. Like I'm always of the impression that like when you kind of know how the sausage is being made and you're like living that life, you're probably less like shitty to someone else doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You kind of like understand the process and like the work and the attention and the love that goes into doing that, that you usually don't go out of your way to like be wrong about someone's intentions. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I didn't like that. And also they, they go on about this thing of like, um, it's like somebody writing the middle part of your book and like screwing it all up. Like, but Last Jedi was written when JJ was not coming back. So, like, yeah. that's just wrong too. <laughs> like, it's like it wasn't his story anymore. Um, my and favorite, then he came back. Yeah. My favorite thing about that article was that it kind of like there's like a bitch <laughs> add-on, like the writer adds a little bit of a like a well, actually, which is kind of what you you said. But um, they said, well, JJ Abrams wasn't going to do episode nine either. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not like it's his book. He was he was hired to do he was hired to write one third of a book. Yeah, he did that. <laughs> it wasn't right. like and also and also like gave a seal of approval to what the next part was doing. Yeah, like just, he 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 didn't like scamper off when Last Jedi was coming out. <laughs> I mean, like every story we've gotten is that he was like really down with it. 
Um, yeah, you seem to enjoy it. And I feel like yeah. it's the same with Ryan. And that's what I don't like about fans who, who say, haha, JJ said this, and it's like a dig towards Ryan. Or people who really like Ryan who say, haha, Ryan's basically saying that he hates episode nine. No, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't do that because he's not a dick. <laughs> yeah. He knows what it's like to make a film. It's a very hard well, process. That, I remember at the Oscars, like, people were trying to give him, like, layups to dunk on this movie. Mm. And he was like, oh, man, I, I really loved it. And I loved all the, like, the love that JJ and everyone put into it. Like, that's literally how easy it is. It's, yeah. And he, he can have his own opinions. He can hate the film mm. all he wants. But the difference is he's not a dick about it. He doesn't go out actively trying to cause dirt or ruin someone's feelings. Because that's what it is at the end of the day. It's like, nobody wins from this. Yeah. And, like, I think that's that's always a line for me in almost, in basically any art, where it, whether it's music or, or, or film. I'm like, if I can see that it was done with, you know, a passion for doing it and an enjoyment and a love for it, like that's that's got to count more than almost anything. Um, exactly. So like that's that usually when it comes down to like people wanting to ask how I feel about the rise of Skywalker, it's like yeah, like I I can acknowledge the things that that kind of threw me into a weird place when I first saw it, but also just sort of like accept that and acknowledge that the people who did this. We're not trying to fall to like harm me. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. like they're it's like they literally just they wanted to make the best thing they could and they put as much, you know, love into it as they could, and that's kind of good enough. And I think my final word on the subject is like not to be not to go against to get about what you just said, but I really like episode nine. But if anyone's gonna say anything about the film and be smug about it like floating their own feathers maybe it shouldn't be the editors <laughs> <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> yeah no yeah it's just it's a really bad look and I don't want to like cast judgments on people I don't actually know but they really come off as like a couple of Karens yeah the first um, and- the first two uh, paragraphs that they spoke about was very fast you could barely catch what anyone was saying one of the people turned up out of the blue. It's not explained how. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 just kind of like annoying, and you know, it feeds the it feeds every corner of fandom that we don't want to be fed right now. Um, somehow the discourse returned. Yeah, and it's just like it's not helping anything. It's very rude. It's also just kind of factually wrong. Yeah. Um, and like, and yeah, to to not to sort of like be blatantly going out of your way to not understand a full picture is kind of like it's it's very it's very not a great look. So whatever. So, so they're, not, we, they're not doing Star Wars anymore. <laughs> should we label this news? Uh, shut up, Karen. <laughs> I think so. Okay, good. Um, well, why don't we finish off this episode with some fun news that relates to Nikki? Uh, his, his place of work. Um, and that is that the uh, Lego Masters series, which is on which channel, Nikki? It is on Fox. Fox. Over here, it's on Channel 4, I believe. But um, 
Yeah, the American version of Lego Masters uh, had a Star Wars episode, and uh, StarWars.com spoke to Will Arnett, who plays Lego Batman in the Lego films. And he and said, host of the show. <laughs> and, uh, and host of the show. Yes, I should probably add that. So just, it, just has, it just has Lego Batman. <laughs> <laughs> we interviewed Batman. <laughs> uh, he said that um, Star Wars had a, such a huge impact on me early on. I remember the day I saw A New Hope in the theatre in 77. I went back three more times, all these years later, to be able to be working with Lego and then C3PO and R2D2 next to me. It's like the fulfillment of a crazy lifelong dream. My sons were incredibly excited for this episode, and it was just amazing to share with them. Which, you know, he's a he's a cool dude, so. Oh, yeah, I get a kick out of Will Arnett, big time. Uh, have you watched the episode? I have not watched a single episode. <gasps> <laughs> it's, one of those things, it's one of those things where having to sit at the register and be like, don't forget about Lego Masters. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm just like... I'll get to it eventually. I think probably my my thing was I'd wait for it to to finish and then just kind of go through the whole thing. That's um, fair. So I, I, considering this was the semifinal, we're we're almost there. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's always cool and and Lego and Star Wars have such a great synergy. Um, it's I mean, last year they celebrated their. 20th anniversary of Lego Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You ask almost any video game fan. Nobody has anything bad to say about the Lego Star Wars video games. <laughs> um, and it's like, I, I remember, I think IGN ran a poll of like, what is the greatest Star Wars game? And the Lego Star Wars one, like Ultimate Saga, like won it all. Um, Beautiful. So it's like, it, they always they just go so well hand in hand. It's always an exciting launch when new Star Wars things are coming. Um, sort of speaking about this as well, apparently... There's going to be like the we have a Razor Crest um, set coming out in September, uh-huh. and on the box there's apparently a code that can be like redeemed inside the Skywalker Saga Lego game. I assume oh, I assume you can like unlock the Razor Crest. So that's a really cool thing if they're sort of like linking um, like actual product into the video game, especially when they've they've done this like new sort of theme called Hidden Side where you can like scan the set you build with um, a phone app and then yeah. play this like augmented reality game around the set. Um, oh, cool. So it's, it's cool if they're going to be, you know, implementing more star Wars stuff into like an online thing as well. Cause you know, kids love video games now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that little bit of the Lego Mario set they announced. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, like sort of interactive sound effects and stuff and like it's crazy. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, they're always doing something funky. I remember people were really mad at that too because they were like, "I just wanted like classic Lego of Mario," <laughs> and Lego's like, "Look at all this innovation we did." <laughs> like, we don't want it. <laughs> where's my little Luigi? Yeah, where's my where's my Bowser Big Fig? God, ridiculous. Yeah, but um, but yeah, Lego Masters is cool, and it's a. I think that that Will Arnett quote is something. No matter when you were born, you're kind of like it's relatable. Yeah. Um. I th- maybe we can get on that on Patreon. Maybe we can do like a review episode of that. Yeah, for sure. Maybe. Maybe a watch. Al- I don't know. Maybe not a watch along because they're all sort of like different access. But yeah, we'll we'll do something about it. I'm sure. 
Okay, cool. Um, so, do you want to do what made us moist this week to wrap up? Hey, let's do it. Cool. Um, I guess what made me moist this week. Let me just think. Okay. It's the Ian Dosha um, Shakespeare novels. Oh. They just announced the episode nine artwork. And it's um, Kylo Ren and Rey wearing these, um, this like, a, I mean, like 17th century armor pieces, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sort of Tudor clad armor pieces. And it looks dope. <laughs> that one's very cool. It's so cool. I haven't gotten, I haven't gotten one since A New Hope. Um, yeah, I've only got, I've only got Empire. Uh-huh. But I have to get. I think I'm going to get this one. And collect them all. The Merry Rise of Skywalker. It, is, it looks so good. Like yeah, they, they I would, it. I would pay for figures of that. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, there's a there's a like pretty good custom like Lego minifigure scene. I wonder if someone jumps on this. Ooh, that'd be cool. But yeah, no, very cool, very cool artwork. What about you? Uh, well, maybe moist. Um. Let's see. I I guess this is sort of like this is a general comment on humanity. I guess which <laughs> you don't you don't normally expect to make you happy, but it kind of did for me. Um, so the other day, I guess it was it maybe yesterday. I don't even remember. Time is a strange concept at the moment. Um, the other day, I sat. I was bored, and I sat and thought about just the different things I like in all the movies. And I was like, you know what? I'll make a thread. I'll post four images from every Star Wars movie, something I like absolutely love about that movie. And I did it for all like 11 live action ones. And I spent way too long finding all the like, (laughs) Oh yeah, this is, this is the part. This is the exact moment kind of image. Shout out to Star Wars screen caps website. (laughs) (laughs) You have all the goods. Um, so anyway, I, I shared that and it got like a pretty decent amount of um, like traction and shares and likes and stuff. And a lot of people were like, this is awesome. This is so cool. Um, and just it, it reminded me that people kind of crave positivity. Like for, for as much negative like complaining and assholery there is, people are like, I think they're refreshed by just it's like it's okay to just unequivocally love it too (laughs) like yeah you don't you don't have to you don't have to be smarter than the movie you can just kind of like it and it's pretty and and go with that yeah and so it was it was just nice to see people's uh comments about you know like oh really cool to see this really and even some people were like it's nice to see some of these movies presented without like snarky comments or, <laughs> or, you know, any sort of like shade thrown toward it. So that was a nice thing for me. It made me moist that, that the people of the internet do indeed want to just celebrate things sometimes. Yeah, that's cool. I, I saw this week people keep, they do this all the time anyway, but people were doing this whole big sort of pylon, sort of cinematic, uh, pompous little pylon on Marvel films. Mm-hmm. Especially like Endgame, that's like the shot at the end of all the stuff, and people are like, this doesn't mean anything. Like, you just like color, like beautiful colors and stuff like that, and you think that's cinematography. It's like, dude, it's a comic book movie. 
it's supposed <laughs> to be bright and stupid and silly and fun. Mm. It it's a film. <laughs> it's a two hundred million dollar budget like Saturday morning cartoon. <laughs> Pretty much, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. It didn't have to be fucking. You know, this whole big like. The Dark Knight is a big film. No, The Dark Knight is a silly film too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, that wouldn't happen. No one would actually go out and wear a fucking bat armor. It doesn't happen. It's like it's a comic book movie. Chill. Star yeah. Wars, it's a it's a fun film. It's a Saturday morning space serial. Yeah. It's like you can't forget the roots. Exactly. Like these are these are like, you know, what's 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 Flash Gordon? You know, it's like yeah, that that was a kind of just fun show kind of thing that people would kind of get lost in, and like, and that's again, it's not to say these don't have meaning because they do. They have very like deep significance in sort of the way we can view, you know, our world and and process how we want to like be in it. But you know, you can't don't can't lose can't like throw that. Or like just focus on that and totally forget that this is also made to make you feel good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like the same. I see the same with the Fast and the Furious. Like I don't, I haven't watched any of those films. I was never mm. actively interested in that, and I just remember being like, "Oh, I don't know why anyone watch it." And then you see people being like, "Because I see myself like in these characters. I see like I like the family aspect, and mm. quite frankly, it's silly. It's fun." And it's like, of course, it's it's like any film. It's there to enjoy. There's no point moaning about it. And those movies make a fuck ton of money for a reason. So, so like, yeah, it's like it's there. It's all evident. Um, yeah, I've, that's another one for me. Like, I I've not seen a single one. Um, but yeah, like I, it's obvious. I mean, who doesn't? Who like doesn't get the appeal? <laughs> like, right? Like, it's like it's just base. Like base entertainment it's like it's pure it's like i always remember the rock talking about that's like his because he like he's like a you know he's basically a producer now and like yeah. content creator and he's like my business strategy is you go in expecting fun you leave feeling good that's it yeah and his movies are successful <laughs> like or like for the most part like like uh the Jumanji, the little movie that could. Like literally nobody expected that Jumanji movie to it made over a billion dollars worldwide. And like n- literally no one would have thought that. But it, you cannot underestimate the power of hey, this is just gonna be fun. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah. Especially in these dark times, it's like, like yeah. people relax. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And oh. another one was Rampage. I watched Rampage in the theater because I was like, this just looks like a dumb movie that's going to be like <laughs> fun to watch. And The Rock delivers. Exactly. He, like he has he has no other strategy except let's just let's just have a good time. Um and yeah, you that's that's something you got to appreciate. Absolutely. Um I think that's a perfect point to sort of wrap up. Um There we go. Yeah, that's all we've got time for this week. If you'd like to catch up with us, you can find our social links. Uh, don't forget to check out our website, which is the imperialsnetpodcast.com. That's imperialsnetpodcast.com. You can also find the podcast at Twitter, which is at imsnetpod. On Instagram, we're at imperialsnetpod. 
You can like us on Facebook for show updates and other cool stuff. If you ever feel like sending in a question or a voicemail, you can send that to imperialsenetpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to help support the show, you can do so by picking up some sweet swag from tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Imperial Senate podcast. Or you can become a patron on our Patreon page. If you haven't had enough of us already, you can join us on Battlefront 2 with our PlayStation Network community group. Just search for Imperial Senate podcast and you will find us on PlayStation Network. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Imperial Senate podcast. The Force will be with you, always. See ya. Bye, everyone. Dissolve the council permanently.